It's the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 84. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Nightcrawl. I mean, peon? <laughs> I, I, Nightcrawler invited me to his house and he just vanished. He just handed me the microphone and he's gone. I think he kind of just drifted away. So here I am, Josh. I'll do my best. Well, we're, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. We're just, we, yeah, Crawler will be back. Don't worry. Crawler will be back. We'll be back. I just reached out to Peon this week. I was like, hey, we haven't chatted in a while. Let's chat. The last time was when we were we were on the Beyond the Metagame podcast, which you which you host. Tell us a little bit about it real quick. That's right. So we try to solve the uh, you know question, how do I get better at Smash Bros? That's sort of our main objective, specifically when not holding a controller. I think, you know, Josh, I think you and I agree on this. Just talking about the game and thinking about it does a lot for your development. And that's sort of our main objective. So anytime, Josh, you want to sit down and talk to me about improving your game, enjoying the game more, getting better at the game, I'm happy to do so. So thanks for having me on, man. So we go back. You go back to the early days when I when I was as green as as you could be. And as this bamboo plant. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I mean, we had a we had <laughs> we had a day on stream where Peon gave me the he just he he gave me the full on smash lesson. He gave me the smash lesson and he was like, Alright, why why did I just beat you? And I was like, oh, Cause you hit me with a smash attack. He's like, and it was like Mr. Miyagi and Danielson, you know, <laughs> it was, it was so, I mean, I was nervous, right? Those early days for me were absolutely terrifying because nobody likes to put out their, they don't like to put themselves out there when they're, yeah, when they're garbage at something. But that's what I that's what I did. I was like, here you go, here's my journey. Josh, that vulnerability is is really why I I was first um attracted to you and your content. And when I say attracted, I mean attracted, Josh, in all of its forms. <laughs> uh, but, but really I, I heard I listened Shucks. to the early days of the Smash. <laughs> I'm just a man telling the truth. I was listening to the Smash Bros. cast, this very podcast, right before Smash Ultimate came out, and and both you and Crawler are taking the dive to take Smash very seriously, to give it a real competitive go. And uh, sort of the Smash Bros cast served and serves as that journal of self-improvement within within uh, Smash for you guys. And that vulnerability to me was so intoxicating because every Smash Bros player can relate to the vulnerability of, of, of entering a Smash Bros tournament or trying to hit Elite Smash or you know putting your best foot forward against somebody else's and letting the the chips fall where they may, right? And that's it, it. It it takes vulnerability to play a fighting game. You go in, and if you lose, well, there's no one to blame but yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you know, showing that vulnerability is a sign of strength. And 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 that strength I saw in you was what made me go like, man, I need to I need to help this guy. I need to steer him in the right direction because that your willingness to be vulnerable is the most important. Step in becoming a good Smash Bros. player. I, th- I think, I mean, just a lesson in life is you often hear when somebody is teachable, right? There, there's the opportunity for them to go to go further because it, it means that you're not so like you could be set in your stone. They're set set your your ways are set in stone, and they're wrong, or they're not going <laughs> to, or they're not you're not going to 
you don't leave yourself any opportunity to improve or find weaknesses in your in your game or in in whatever it is that you're you know whatever it is that you're doing and and i i don't know my 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 approach was it was like i i mean let's just document this let's just document this journey and and see who and and what happened is there's i mean hundreds if not thousands of people now are all part of the like we got a pretty amazing community out of it you know what i mean yeah. like like it's it's pretty awesome and and seeing you know i've been able to sit back and watch so many people improve their game i've had people in my stream that were like my only goal was to beat you on stream one day you know like they couldn't yeah. and and then they came back and they, like i remember they typed in chat like i finally beat you that was my only goal for i that's you know they have like 1500 hours in the game in ultimate you know yeah. and i'm like what you know i had no i had no <laughs> idea i had no i had no clue whatsoever and so it's just it it's been such a wild wild ride and yeah uh, we both have recently taken breaks, right? You, you, your, your podcast took a little bit of a break. You took a little bit of a break from the Smash community or, or from playing Smash anyway. The Smash community's been through some some stuff as of as of recent. Even today, more more stuff is is going on, and to say the least, yeah. And so, you know, well, plus just COVID and us, you know, having a physical barrier of entry to tournaments. I mean. The Smash scene, ever since its inception, really has never had such a long mandated vacation from from operating tournaments, right? Or at least in person tournaments. So it, I feel like a lot of us, you know, you and I have taken a break, but a lot of us collectively are sort of on a weird Smash hiatus, at mm -hmm. least in terms of you know what is normal. I'm like, what's what's interesting for me is I've I've finally I'm at that point with the game now where. When I go online versus when I play offline, I can't even believe the amount of input lag and the, the you know, I was one that was like, eh, the lag doesn't really bother me because I didn't know the game that well yet or I didn't have that, that uh, just that connection or the movement even. Because my movement has changed and I fast fall so much more, I'm working on throwing like, you know, I come in with the with the I can hit two back airs right right off the bat with Mario from a short hop, and yeah. trying that online, it's like you've got to, I could like I feel like I could throw one and then like get up, walk away from my controller, go make a <laughs> cup of coffee, come back, and then throw the other one, and it would yeah. still you know just in a short hop, and so it's 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 crazy to me. Because, like, I totally get it. I totally get why some of the pros are like, I don't, I can't do this. I can't. When you train like that for, for offline with no lag, and then you get introduced to lag, it is, I can see why it throws you off your game. Yeah, it's certainly, I think Ultimate is a very fast-paced game at its, at its best. Um, it, it does, uh, the pace of play is real quick. You look at professional matches, you know, with Tweak or Light or MKLeo. You know, one tech could be the difference between winning or losing a set. And when you lose some of that responsiveness and uh, that 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 tactile crispness, I'm going to put that on a mug, tactile crispness there you go. of uh, offline Smash Ultimate play, uh, some of that is lost in translation. Now, when it comes to online Smash, I think that there's still so much to be gained. Like, you've used it as a vessel 
to improve. And and certainly other people, like you said, even within your own community saying, like, look, Josh, the moment I beat you online, that's it. Game over. I won. Like that was my that was the hurdle I had to jump over. Yeah. And so I think that like online does allow for some real genuine um improvement, but also some real genuine fun. I I think it's very valuable. Um and specifically when it comes to learning the game from um just a raw information perspective like think about how many different characters are in the game i don't even know the number now it's like it's approaching 80 i think it's 84 uh, will end up being our 84? total i think that will be the total when it's when it's all said and done if okay. they don't uh, you know if waluigi doesn't make it you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed uh, but you know like with that many characters in the game it's just a fact that you're going to have to put in a bunch of hours to understand what the other characters' options are, how I should strategize against them, what what big attacks I should avoid if I'm at kill percent against these characters. And online is just like an amazing way to do that, if anything. So we were talking a little bit beforehand about the like tournaments and like the the online Wi-Fi warriors that will that will make their way into some of these tournaments. Like what what do you think it is about uh because I didn't like I didn't realize it was kind of a thing, but I've noticed there's uh, there's a handful of of people that have made their way into some of some of our tournaments and they all have identical, like very similar uh, avatars. They're all anime avatars. So damn anime avatars. <laughs> but like i feel like there's like a like is there like a, a little scene like like is it like uh you know like like Fortnite has like the the wager matches and things like that and yeah. I, I i'm getting the impression that smash is kind of the same way okay josh this is the thing man like so you're coming you're coming into smash from this like super wholesome perspective like for you it's all been about your twitch community and just your genuine love for the game yeah and as a result um you 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 have oh been no detached i'm sheltered how, i'm sheltered you, you are sheltered in this wonderful <laughs> bubble of online smash Bros. you are in this baby blanket <laughs> a, a lot of people you're being swaddled by yeah by a bunch of people that love mario just as much as you do <laughs> The thing is, a lot of people when you you know they get they get dragged to their first Smash tournament by their friends like yo like just come so that we could split gas money on the way there, and if if we win we can all share the pot and that we can all go get Jack in the Box so it'll be all like the best day of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so there's all these kind of reluctant people who who they're really good at the game because they play with their friends a lot that are also good at the game, but they have no love for the community. They're just out here trying to make a buck, right? And these people go by the by the name sharks. They're all sharks, okay? Okay. Uh, and and they 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 will drive the carpool to three hours to go to a tournament in the middle of nowhere, where the the community is kind of weak or not. You know, there aren't many top players that live there, so they'll they'll shark the tournament, get like the forty bucks, and then they just I don't know what they do with the money. Uh, uh, it's, it's mostly it's mostly Taco Bell, I think, but uh, it, it's sort of this conquest for them to go and shark tournaments uh, for cash, right? Okay. And Smashers are not like collectively, I think, on the totem pole of of, of wealth. I think Smashers own like you know 
collectively about a hundred dollars among the whole Smash Bros community. <laughs> it's bad, you know. It's we're, a lot of Smashers are poor. It's a, it's a bit of a meme, unfortunately. <laughs> and so this all leads to in COVID, right? There's a community of people who they can't shark anymore into local tournaments. So what are they doing? They're on the hunt for those tournaments where you get the twenty five dollar Nintendo eShop card. Look, man, that's talk about money. Okay, you can. I don't think talk. I don't. I think you have to make some trades to exchange the Nintendo dollars for, for the Taco Bucks. But it'll happen. Yeah. And um, there is a real community of people who like to shark tournaments, and it's mostly because Smashers are young, they have plenty of time, to get good at the game, and they don't have very much money. So, it's a real thing, man. Watch out for the anime avatars. <laughs> Watch out for the anime avatars. Coming to a tournament near you, okay? <laughs> got it, got it. So, I mean, what? And you said you've had this happen in your own tournaments. Yeah, yep, online tournaments and local tournaments. Oh, okay. both. They 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 don't dress up as anime characters in person, oh, right? Of course. You could tell they would if they if it was socially acceptable. If they, yeah, I got you. Okay, I see. I see. So, do you feel like it it uh, takes some of the enjoyment away from the the tournaments you've had? Well, absolutely, because um, I think that, for instance, you know, if if you were to host an online tournament, which you do, right, monthly, and, um, you know, you kind of want to see a storyline. You want to see, like, okay, this player got fifth last week, but this week he got third. Like, that was a really big leap for him. Um, and, you know, same thing at a local tournament where you have the same 20 people showing up every week. And... Um, you know, if people do better than they normally do, it's a big, you know, it's a big source of pride for them. Like, mm-hmm. of course it would be. And when you have people that are randomly dropping in who found out about your tournament in an effort to win the $20 Amazon gift card, and they hop in, and you don't know how to seed them properly, because who you don't know who the hell these people are. Right, right. And suddenly, if I'm I'm entering the tournament and I get randomly seeded to play against this hidden monster, and I get, you know, last week I got fifth against all of the and 64 Josh homies. And now this week I got like, you know, 17th because random anime avatar 11 hopped in and turns out he was a hidden boss and he destroyed my, my chance at a bracket. So I think it certainly uh, could hurt the um, competitive integrity and the enjoyment of, of these online tournaments. Absolutely. Well, and it's funny you say that because um, last month, the, the top, like the top four, they were all other than one person was relatively new to to my community, but no anime avatar played as a King K rule, which was very cool to see. And, yeah. and the other, the others that were in the top were, were regulars, you know? And so it, it's really, it's cool to see, uh, actually my boy Antoine came back, came back and started playing some smash and ended up taking, taking the tournament with Mario. So, I mean, yeah. I was, I was way, way stoked, you know? Um, and then this this last one was a completely different story, and uh, it, it was the same kind of thing. Like we we like one of the, one of the anime characters actually made a loser's run, which was kind of cool. Like made it made it all the way and reset uh, reset grand finals, um, and they were good, they were good matches. But yeah, is this somebody that we're gonna see again? You know, like. I don't know. And so it, you're making me rethink the whole thing because like 
I don't know. I'm, I'm running into this interesting dilemma, like with not only with Smash, but with like Mario Kart, where it's like. I race with viewers, right? But it has turned into sweating with viewers. And some people aren't playing Mario Kart to sweat. They just want to have fun, throw some shells and, and, and race, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm watching my numbers decline in, in these races because, and I've had people tell me like, it's just too tough. Like the people that are in there racing, just make it, make it not fun, you know? So this is interesting. This is interesting. Uh, I, I've got I've, I've got some stuff to think about here. Well, because well, at least as far as the tournaments go, it depends on what do you value. You know, so if you if you look at a, um, if you have no idea who anyone in the Smash community is, and you tune into Evo Grand Finals, okay, you're going to see some high quality Smash. And if that's what you're after, then fine. But I would argue that what's fun about sports or competitive, um, you know, activities in general is the context of who you're watching compete. You know, mm-hmm. It isn't about basketball team A versus basketball team B. It's can LeBron James win another championship? Or um, when it comes to a local tournament or a tournament that you might run on Wi-Fi, it isn't about, hey, let's see the best smash ever. If I want to do that, I'll just go on YouTube and type in Evo Grand Finals. It, it's about um, the context of a community and seeing mm-hmm. people who know each other, who, who um, you know, square off and then it, 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 you know, depending on who wins that tournament, it motivates people next time. Like next time, I'm going to get them because there's that implied uh, future that you know the, the social context of hey, we're all kind of in this together, and and you have a rival. But you know, if if it just, if some random guy you don't know is fighting against you with an anime profile picture, no less, <laughs> it, you know, it's, it might as well just be for glory, right? Or, or Elite Smash, right? You don't right. you don't know who they are, so. I think it's a problem. You know, I, I think it's a really challenging issue with no clear solution because you know you don't want to just exclude people because you don't know who they are, but then you never grow. But it's it's just a weird, it's a tricky one. It's yeah. a tricky one. It is because it is. I want to see growth. I want to see people get involved in this scene. You know, and I have we've got people from all skill levels jumping in right now. Like yeah. we've got some people that are brand new to Smash and and, and excited about playing Smash for the very first time. Joining yep. the tournament and and getting excited if they take one stock off of somebody, yep. you know, and and those are the goals that they have for themselves right now, and and they're celebrating those goals when they win it. So this is the kind of stuff that I want to encourage, and that I'm like, yeah, look at that, look at the victories even in the in the losses. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, oh, go ahead, Josh. Sorry. It, well, no, and and, and so. But the 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 veterans to my community that have been in it for a long time, like those are the people I want to see in the top eight. You know, those are the those are the ones I want to see that are like, yeah, we know that that person X has played against person Z. You know, they've 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 done all kinds of friendlies trying to learn the matchup. And so you're going to see a chess match. You're going to see a some high level play. But you're also going to see the way people can improve, and they can see their uh, their improvement throughout uh, through, through the months. Yeah, throughout the months, exactly. Right. And so, and that's really valuable and interesting. I, I I think the solution is if there is one, and maybe this is too simplified, but like you know, maybe we're limiting ourselves as a community, not just you and I, Josh, but you know, as people who run Wi-Fi tournaments occasionally. Um, maybe we're limiting ourselves by only um, producing tournaments in terms of competitive play. I think something such as the N64 Josh 
Smash Bros. Cast League could be cool. Like you, you, you have to apply to get in, or or or, or at least like be part of the community. And then you play some pre- pre- preliminary rounds against the community, and sort of maybe you can even self sort yourself like beginner, intermediate, advanced. Yeah. And every week you play against the same people, so you can really track your your, your improvement. You could you could have a real rival, and you can have friends that you can uh, compare yourself, you know, uh, against. I I think that you know maybe tournaments themselves just aren't good um, for this sort of extended play format that we're talking about. Just so, a, just a thought. Let's no, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna break this down right now because I <laughs> like the idea of a Smash League a lot, a lot. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, thinking yeah. Big Lebowski bowling, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to make like the the video game Sandlot, Josh. Uh, dude, I I'm, want... I'm getting bowling shirts for our Smash League. <laughs> like. <laughs> that would be sick. We all got matching shoes. Okay, someone's yes. mom brings brownies for everybody exactly. after the game. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, wh- have you heard of something like this before? Well, so um, there is sort of a thing happening in um, Melee right now. Um, the top the top players in Melee through a, a Beyond the Summit. Um, I'm, they have a name for it. I forget what it's called. But they're sort of having a Smash League where there's a Division 1, Division 2, Division 3, perhaps. And it's just sort of the top pros squaring off, but in like a weekly format basis. Um, but I don't know if I've ever heard of this, like just for you know local play. And I don't see, you know, why not? I mean, think about t-ball. Think about like little mm-hmm. league. Think about your local soccer park. There's always leagues going on. I see no reason why we, we couldn't apply the same structure and format. You could even have playoffs. You could have. Um, I think. I think probably the best solution is you just self-categorize yourself to beginner intermediate and advanced and and um you know if, if there is an outlier if you go to beginner and you're and you're, and you're way better than everybody else maybe the league administrators can sort of say nah bro you're actually intermediate after a couple of weeks or whatever but mm-hmm. um you know I, I i see no reason why this couldn't apply to an online smash community yeah i'm like i'm so curious about putting this into action because this is this is what I'm after. This is this is this is community building. The tournaments are great. People have a great time coming together and watching the 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 high level play. It is it is fun. It helps me learn to commentate better. Like I'm continually that's where I'm putting myself out there right now where I will literally be like, "Oh, I can't believe that 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 F smash." And somebody's like, "It's an up smash." I'm like, "That up smash. It was ama- <laughs> you know, you know, cuz I just don't know the characters, but I'm like I'm at the same point where i'm like i'm just gonna like i want to start getting the commentary to be exciting and i'll keep learning as i go you know what i mean instead of like being all sheepish and then it's just boring so so i'm using the tournaments for myself as well but i love i I love the idea of a league honestly i really really like this because because on top of league play i don't know if you separate into teams you know where it doesn't necessarily become like a uh a doubles match but like maybe you know maybe each team consists of 16 people that fill an intermediate beginner in advanced and those brackets those those groups are what play against each other in you know on our on our league plays you know to, so it would it would really just be dependent on how many and then i can stream a handful of the matches and 
and I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be bouncing some things off of you and see, you know, like, yeah. like well, because could, you, you know, I, you guys could have a league, honestly. Like, there could be, we could do like podcast leagues, or we could decide on on team sizes, and then it. I, I don't, I don't know. It could be, it could be pretty. The, cool. the possibilities truly really are endless, and I, I, I think that we do agree that you know, if you value stuff like. You know, I, I actually having community-oriented or events where the end goal isn't, hey, let's see the best chess mass possible, but rather let's, like, you know, mark our improvement over long periods of time and have fun and sort of get to know each other's uh, play styles and characters and all that sort of thing. It has to be a league. You could also do, like, a Harry Potter style or Pokemon Go style where you have, like, four different factions. Like, you know, I'm talking, like, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. I've never seen what Harry Potter, Pokemon but I get it. Go- Josh, get out of here. Come on, man. Get, hang up this call. Go watch Harry Potter. Um, I'll read it to you. With my, I'll do my best British accents. I do I do a mean Professor McGonagall, which is a reference you don't know. Yeah. Half the listeners, they who's, know what I'm talking about. Who's that? <laughs> I forgot that's a thing about you, Josh. You don't watch anything. You don't, you, don't, you did make a Mr. Miyagi uh, reference earlier. Oh, 80s um, movies, Star Wars, I got you. But Harry Potter, I put them on, but I just fell asleep through all of them. I was like, <laughs> I got to try again. I don't dislike them. I don't dislike them. I don't dislike them. So, I'm not dogging them. So far them. in this podcast, you both alienated all everybody who likes anime and everybody who likes Harry Potter. There's like two people listening now. Oh, well, if yeah. anybody knows me, they know that I call anime <laughs> cartoons just to see how bad I can trigger people. So It also well, triggers them if you call cartoons anime. It works, but I love that it works both ways. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, um, you know, in Pokemon Go, there was like, you, when you first played, you arbitrarily selected whether you were part of the yellow team, blue right. team, or red team. Yeah. They had these like edgy, it was like Team Mystic. I think that's the one I was on. Whatever. You could do sort of like there's three different houses, three different tribes. And then within each tribe, there's like an intermediate, advanced, and beginner um, team. So like the advanced guys are cheering on the beginners. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. Well, I don't know. Like, kind there's of like a lot U- of ways you the, go about the it. UFC reality show. Oh yeah, yeah, I want, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like Ultimate Fighter or something. I think is what it was called or something like that. Yeah. you know, to where you just you just build these build these teams around, you know. And I could look through my veterans and say, hey, do you want to do you want to set up uh do you do you want to do you want to run a team in the league? And then we could yeah. we could start building building around that like because i really do like the idea of seeing like to to watch somebody move from that beginner stage to that intermediate stage to the advanced stage like that's what this is about that's what this has always been about and somebody just joining a tournament getting beat once and then getting beat again and then probably i try to encourage friendlies for the online thing but i watch my numbers as soon as somebody gets they lose a lot of times they leave sometimes they stick around but like there's not there's not a lot of the friendlies taking place whereas like this is a dedicated smash night where everybody is jumping in they're f- they're finding people that are in their that are in their bracket the team leaders would help people decide hey this is probably where you're at and you know people would just have to accept it and then work their way up and I just, I feel, I mean, the, the, the teams could get together and practice on their own and then we could do, we could do league, league battles or whatever. And, and, and even keep and do a season where it was like, yeah. you know, like, but try to try to get the teams as even as possible. And it, I mean, 
it's going to be tricky because, you know, scheduling and all that stuff. But like, I think just like anything, if you were in a bowling league and it's important to you, you're going to show up for it, you know? So, um, uh oh, his I mic. Like, oh, there it goes. It's back. It's back. Oh, oh sorry. Did <laughs> yeah. I just look like I was like, miming there was no adamantly. sound. Like I was like, his noise gate has not kicked in yet. He's got to stop. He's got to talk louder. Um, we're, yeah. We're, well, I, I just, I think there really is room in the broader community. Josh, I definitely think you should, yeah, I think you're already considering doing it. I think it would be really cool if you did it. But also in general, it's like I, I think that um, you know, for people who want to get better at Smash, I always tell them that if they don't have some sort of and this is the same thing with going to the gym, this is the same thing about learning any new skill or maybe you know having some sense of social structure that obligates you to do something will will be so important in getting you better at whatever you're trying to do whether it's if it's in school having study buddies having like a certain time and a place where you do the activity or the you know the study the studying uh will really help you and in terms of smash um a lot of people they come for the game stay for the community or vice versa they'll come for the community and stay for the game because you don't really improve unless you have social context to your improvement like josh you were saying some people would improve to beat you on stream that was their social context. You were that social context. Mm-hmm. For others, it's their little brother who's just annoying and who, who their Mario just has the, the <laughs> sickest combos. And so I'm going to shut you the hell up, man, with my young one or whatever. Right? And for a lot of us, especially people who, you know, Josh, you and I are adults. We live, you know, full lives. We have people we have to take care of. Um, I have a lizard. You have children. But uh, it's so the, there's a bit of a gap in terms of... Uh, our responsibilities, but um, you know, we don't have that thing pushing us to the game. So if we do have a genuine interest in the game, I think that like taking time to build this social system that will help you get better at the game is a worthwhile endeavor. So whether it's participating in a league like this, building a league, uh, just making some friends to compete against on a regular basis, that kind of stuff will very much make you a better player over long periods of time. And there's, there's no denying it. Well, I feel like what would happen, like, let's say the league play happened, like, season one was just, like, January, right? Season two, February, like, you just do monthly and you end, you could, we could either, we could, we could structure the seasons that way or, or whatever the case may be, but our tournaments would then, you would have to be a part of one of, you'd have to be a part of the league on one of the teams in order to compete in the tournament. I just not. I th- first of all, that's an amazing idea. I think that you just solved all your problems. Second of all, now I'm just imagining some anime profile pick playing the long game. They join the <laughs> league. <laughs> They're spending a month to get involved just for the twenty dollars Amazon Prime gift card. But, but here's the thing: if that encourages them to get involved and to be yeah. become part of something bigger, then mission accomplished. Because yeah. I, I I would love it to have more people feel like they have a home in the Smash community. That it's not just this this negative place. Uh, you know, because there within the gaming community, we know how much negativity there is, and we know we know everybody. I mean, un- the unfortunate thing is that, like you said, a lot of these like fourteen year old kids, they're all running around like Bane, like, "Whoa, I was born by the internet. I, you, you better accept the darkness." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what you mean, boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like they. 
they may not know anything other than like, oh, it's just a negative experience. I'm just going to go in. I'm going to talk my trash. I'm going to, I'm going to, and it's like, no, there's relationships to be made here. There's friendships yeah. to be made. There's, there's, there's people that you'll, you realize like, wait, these, these people actually care about me, you know, like, and that's, that's what I try to foster. That's what I've always tried to foster with community is, is to have people feel like they have a place where they, they're one, their voice can be heard, but two, there's still the opportunity for, um, you know, for debate, for growth, for, uh, for improving, you know, and, and that's, I mean, that's, that's the goal right there. So smash league smash huh. the smash league hmm i've got the precipice of something great here josh i i mean i really think so i think so i just i just did the nintendo round robin tournament that was Wait, interesting. sorry you might put out oh i nintendo did what the round robin tournament that nintendo just put on yeah no items regular like regular play like how we would play i was like what yeah what is this? You know, and I had a, I had such a great time. I had such a great yeah. time. I went, I went six and eight. I think, you know, and some and yeah. and the, I named my arena my Twitch link, and I had a few people come over to the Twitch stream afterwards and 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 hang out. And, oh, that's sick. You know, yeah, it was it was it was really it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of yeah, fun. Six and eight is not a bad. I mean, you got some real, you got some real W's on the board there. I mean, that's I, six I was, people who were really trying to, you know, compete, right? And so they're legitimate players. You had your own. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you? Did, what happened, Josh? What happened? I mean, there were some that would be in the beginner bracket. In the league play, yeah. that's all. Like we just beat up like, someone senile grandpa who accidentally turned the switch on. Like, I may have, but there, it, it, <laughs> that may have been the case in some, you know. But I mean, the, the reality was there were there were moments that it was like it, it was it was good competition. We were you know we were yeah. having we were having a good time. I don't ever compete in my own tournaments because I have too much stuff. I'm managing Smash.gg plus trying to do commentary, make sure we keep the stream moving, talking to chat, you know, like. Like yeah. it's a, it's a, I mean, last make Saturday, sure crawler, crawlers and break any rules, make yeah. sure crawlers and he, isn't, he's, he's just taking care of his kids. Down. He's not even, he's not even in the, in the mix when it comes to the tournaments right now. Cause he's got too many kids he's trying to take care of. So, um, but I mean, yeah, like last Saturday, I think yeah. I streamed like 13 hours and five of those was the smash bros tournament. Then that's, I mean, that's just how long they take. Like they're, they're, they're crazy. They're they're a blast, though. I mean, I I love it, but I I I feel like I've always had this 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 question I need answered, this problem I need solved of how can I help more people improve at this game? And I think there's something about knowing that you're a part of a team, and that team is going to help you. Because right now, people can randomly post in the Discord, "Hey, I'm looking for matches. I'm looking for friendlies," but. When there's when it's when your team winning is on the line, you're gonna want your beginner players to be getting trained. You're gonna be wanting your 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 JV team to be getting trained, and and you're gonna want your your varsity team to be be going at it as as well, so that so that you can you can progress in the season and start and start uh you know moving 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 up the ranks. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like. I mean, I want to double down to this. Like, I really think this is a worthwhile endeavor because 
I mean, so, so so there's this phenomenon I've observed where there are there are ways to do things in life. Okay, we, we that 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 humans sort of collectively agree upon, right? If you want your kid to get good at baseball, you sign up for sign, sign up for t-ball. You get him on a team. He goes to practice a couple times a week. He has a game. You celebrate his victories when he doesn't do very well. You say, "Oh, good try, buddy," right? And but the important thing is that they've the, this child's been placed in the context to succeed. They're surrounded by other people who are overcoming the same challenges they are, and you know they have an obligation to their team, something wider than themselves, and that um, you know motivates people as individuals to improve, to to make sure that they're not the reason that their team is dragging behind. And a lot of people want to get better at stuff like you know music or or, or a video game, you know, and they don't apply some of those same lessons that maybe were imposed on them as a child or that they would impose on their child when it comes to a, an activity. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, putting yourself in a community, whether it's a league or whether it's, you know, a discord server, or whether it's, um, you know, your local tournament, once uh, the pl- the black plague ends, uh, you're going to improve a lot and it'll be fun. It'll be way more fun because you'll have a reason to improve. And yeah, man, I'm totally with you, Josh. I, I-, I think we agree here. Well, I th- I think it could really be done in seasons, like where it's like, hey, from January to May, we're going to have a season and then we'll go have an off season for summertime so that people don't have to be worrying about the, you know, they can they can have an off season. And then maybe we pick back up, like do like a spring and a spring and fall or a, a w- winter and spring season or, you know, I don't know what it what it looks like exactly, but. Yeah, that way it's not well, super hey, long either. You know what I mean? It's just like maybe it's a three month commitment and then a three month off and then a three month commitment and then you know something like that. I guarantee that we've been persuasive enough to our someone, and this wasn't our agenda, by the way. We yeah. didn't go into this call with us. This has all just been off the cuff. But I wonder if people, you know, I'm sure that if you're still listening at this point, you're, you're, people are down at least some percentage of people. So maybe get their thoughts. Like who knows? Maybe. This could really happen a lot of different ways that would that would ha- have the end result of being good. And I mm-hmm. think that there's a lot of ways to do this right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm the the ultimate goal here is for people to improve and feel like they're a part of something that like that they can like. We love to compete. I, I play competitive games because I love to compete. I'm not necessarily yeah. a super competitive person, and I get all bent out of shape if I lose, but. I love I've I loved Halo because I love the ability to compete. I love going and doing paintball. But guess what? I can't paintball all the time, but the 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 cost of admission for Halo allowed me to still have that 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 feeling of 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 competing. Smash is yeah. the same way, Mario Kart's the same way. Like uh so yeah, I'm if if you are interested Make sure to jump into the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord, and uh, we're, we're going to need team captains. I will set up different roles so that those teams can chat in their specific server in my Discord, and you know, so you'll you'll have your own private your own private uh, server, and we'll, we'll we'll go from there. Like we'll we'll start we'll start fleshing this thing out a little bit and see what it looks like to see what league play could look like and um you know how how we're going to ha- we're going to need people 
we're gonna need we're gonna need people to make this to make this work. So we need every man, woman, and anime profile pick <laughs> yes. on board. We can have intermediate, yes. beginner, advanced, and then anime profile pick in their own. Yes. Just put them all. Just herd them all together. Yeah. Keep them quarantined, like, like Fall Guys did with all the cheaters. They just put them all in their own <laughs> server together. So they could just have a Taco Bell in their corner. They could eat Crunchwrap Supremes and. And they'll be fine. Uh, they'll they'll be happy. They'll be thriving. Yes, yes. So uh, cool, man. We didn't even like. I have to talk about a recent match. Can I? Can we talk about a recent match I had? Uh, yeah. Well, do you want to talk about? Let's start with the recent match. But I remember you you kind of brought it up before we went on this awesome tangent about the league play, which I think was very productive and cool. You talked about you just came back from a pretty big hiatus. So like you want to talk about what oh, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know returning from the break yeah, and also of course. we can start like yeah, tell me about this recent match. So I one of the things I always love doing with this show is just kind of like breaking down like either a match or what we've been learning, that you know, stuff like that. And I was fighting an Enderman. All right. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was fighting and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like anybody that plays Steve or Enderman, it is just the the it is maximum disrespect when they start mining. Like they just don't care about the, the match at that point. They're just interested in mining. And I'm like, I just feel disrespected. Well, I was down to my last stock. They were sitting at about one, maybe they were sitting around 90. And I had one of those moments where I was like, you know what? I'm recording this. This is going on YouTube. So you guys can check it. It's my most recent smash video. It's the last match. And I was like, okay, deep breath. This guy had beaten me the round before by coming out of the cart and hitting me with a back air to take my last stock. So I was picking up on that. I'm like, I watched every time he jumped out of the cart, he threw that back air. So I was like, okay, that tool's now out of your toolbox, my friend. Sorry, but you're not hitting me with that again. All right. I I proceed to, to do some damage, take a couple hits, throw a down air. That kills the kills Enderman. He's so light. I think Steve must be relatively light because at 163, it killed with the, just the down air from the bottom of the stage, like from from right at right at stage level. So now we're pretty much tied up. I may have 40% on me. All right. I did some damage, got hit, and chased him up. We were playing on small battlefield. And he was landing on the plat on the left hand side and I came in with a fair and it bounced him off that plat and I gave him a second fair and at (laughs) about 40% it was a slow dunk but he couldn't get back to the stage and I took the match Uh, and it the double dunk it it was kind of the double dunk you know and but there I think was that's a Taco Bell item, actually. The double I, I probably is. It probably <laughs> is. But I mean, it uh, it it was one of those moments that I I you know I had I did a little 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 celebration in my mind, like you know what I I recentered. I I really focused on like what do I got to do here to win this win this match? I dug down I dug down deep, and I was just I was watching his every move. Oh, he also ran out of materials. So at that point, that's what happened. He ran out of materials, so he had no weapon, and he couldn't use his cart any longer. And I was like, 
I literally felt like there was blood in the water and I needed to, I needed to move. And, and this was my opportunity. So as he started mining, I came in with a Nair that then jab comboed and the boot is what sent him up and had him land on that second plat, which I then followed with the fair that bounced him up and then allowed me to, uh, to spike him. So, so his lack of resource management became like, I've, I found my window of opportunity. That's, and that's, yeah. that's where, it, that's where it was. And so I, I can't remember, I, mean, I don't have the match in front of me, but it was something I've, I have a highlight that's going up on TikTok, And so I've, I've spent a little time editing that, but like that second stock, I went up to hit him and he built a platform and dropped the anvil on me. And that's what took my <laughs> second stock. And I was like, I felt like at, in that moment, I made a decision to not go full tilt and just like, like find my zen and uh, and and ended up taking the match and it and it felt really good it felt it felt really good do that so in in talking about how how you've come back from this hiatus do you think that you would have made that same play you know a couple months ago or or do you feel like this was an example of like a renewed like a renewed density for josh like like how does that all work it's completely new yeah it's completely new going back into the game here's this may be a tendency for a lot of people, or it may be something that's unique to me, but I feel like what happens in, in a lot of things that I do, whether it be playing guitar, playing, playing smash, you know, smash and guitar are, are a little more similar as far as like, there's always so much to learn. You play first person shooters and it's like, you know, there's, there is some, some stuff to learn, but a lot of it's like, there's only so many things, right? You can learn your angles. You can learn, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not ways to continue, but, but the, the, the well of smash is so deep. The well of playing an instrument is so deep and you, you learn a few things and then you start to master a few things and that's great. But then what happens is you play somebody that can beat you with the things that you've mastered when it comes to smash or, you know, like with guitar, I can play a handful of chords and I can, I can do a few leads here and there, but nothing super fancy. Right. Yeah. I've just, I've just learned enough and I'm pushing myself even now to, to learn more guitar. And, and so, no, I think, I think old me would have continued into the pattern of let me, let me keep trying to play aggressively and and attack with my with my down air and uh maybe a nair here and there and and not wait to see what my opponent is going to do and yeah that's and 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 that has come about just from thinking about the game so much more and and thinking about the dance and and watching high level play as well and going yeah there's there's no there's no hoping that i'm gonna land this hit it's like, I'm going to be intentional with, because it, it starts with the first attack. I'm fine. Yeah. After I get the first attack at that point, I'm going to upper them into oblivion. If I, you know, more than likely, or at least enough times to then reset neutral and start again. But if I'm losing uh, the first, the first attack, if, if I'm losing that battle, attacking shields unsafe, or uh, just throwing out something that they're able to counter. That's where I'm that's where I'm losing my matches. I'm losing my matches in the first punch, not the not not the second. And so if I can start improving that, 
And, and, and that's where I was just, that's, I had gotten the combos down. Even I've had Leo in my comments. He's like, dude, your combo game, but your approach game. Right. And so that's where I've had to shift my, my thinking and my, 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 my practice, you know, poking at shields with, with back airs and, and landing safe. And then just continually looking, did I like, I'll even be on stream. I'll be like, I didn't cross that up. Like I will, I will, I will get mad at myself. You know, like if I'd crossed that up, I could have either gotten out of there or come back in with a grab or something, you know, like there was, there's, it's just, it's that continual learning. Yeah, man. Well, I, there was a a lot in there to unpack. And I think you said a lot of really valuable things Um, specifically. Um, yeah, I like that connection you made between the, the guitar and and uh, playing Smash. It's that uh, the, the, it's pretty simple. The instrument, the guitar, right? There's six strings. There's some frets. There's nothing crazy going on, but it's deep. There's a million different the way that the the strings work together and all mm-hmm. the different chords and all the different techniques you can use. You know, allow for unlimited music, right? I mean, look at an accordion. Okay, an accordion is complicated. But you know, there's like a million different buttons, and you just squeeze it, and it sort of wheezes, and it all it all just sounds like polka music. I just, wouldn't know if how deep it is. It just okay? wheezes. It sort of just yeah, it sort of just moans, and I don't know. Like I, I think Germans like it. No offense, Germany, but um, my grandma you know, plays it, so I'm offended. But thanks. <laughs> yeah, and she would probably agree with me. Okay, it just sort of wheezes and 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 and, and the thing the thing about the accordion, it's it's not very deep. Right. And Smash is like that too. It's very simple. Okay. There's a couple moves. It's one character versus another. But like you're saying, there's so much depth. I mean, once you get into that rabbit hole of playing competitive Smash, you realize just how much is going on. Um, what character am I playing? What character are they playing? What are the different values of, of, of weight and percent? And how much rage do I have? And how do all those modifiers, you know, their fall speed? Factor into what combo is optimal in this situ- situation, depending whether they di to the left to the right. They don't di. What if they're smashed? It's like okay, I get it. There's a lot going on here, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's noisy, and um, you know, I, I think that when you play the game for a long time, and you're especially when you're you're in that deep learning state where you're just trying to take in as much information as possible, you could sort of get some analysis paralysis, right? Where you're just sort of overthinking things and um, you cited that moment in that, in that in that game where you hit him with a double dunk. That first fair jumped up, didn't hesitate, hit the second dare. Steve couldn't recover, and you got the game. Um, that just takes instinct, and that instinct sometimes you know is there right from the beginning when you first ever played. You're like, all right, let's you know, let's let's. I got Mario. Let's let's hit some people. And as you start to overthink things, you begin to hesitate. You begin, okay, is this the right play? And I think when you take a hiatus and you come back, sometimes you get that sort of childlike wonder with the game again. You're not overthinking things. You're still learning, but you're just throwing fists. You get a read. You just trust yourself because why not? Like, you know, you, you, you've you removed yourself from this state of overthinking. So if anyone's ever in that situation where they, they find that they're thinking too much or they're not, they're not going for hard reads or going for those punishes they know they can hit, maybe just take a step back like Josh did and come back and maybe I'll have the same sort of renewed sense of purpose. What was it like for you coming back? Yeah, well, um, pretty similar. I would actually say, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I don't know, steal too much of your thunder, but I, I had a very similar experience and I, and I've taken multiple hiatuses from smash, but 
most recently, I think I probably didn't touch the game for like a month. Once Steve came back, I sort of came back with him. Mm-hmm. Or not came back. Once Steve came out, I came back with him. And um, very similar. Because, Josh, I was I was trying to pick a Pokemon trainer, okay? And uh, Pokemon trainer, for anyone who's ever tried to pick up the character, is incredibly complex and deep. It's sort of like that accordion, okay? Charizard's just wheezing all over the place. <laughs> and with each character, there's kill confirms, there's combos. It's a deep rabbit hole. So I was just, I found myself when playing the character, always wondering, okay, what what combo should I do here? And I came back and I was just enjoying the character again. And I felt mm-hmm. like my play increased um, as well. I was reminded why I wanted to pick up the character in the first place because he was just fun. Right. And I really think that that like you, I didn't hesitate as much. I was I was more, uh, um, you know strong with my decisions and more um less what's the word um less analytical sure less analytical yeah overly analytical right yeah yeah and that's that's the thing i've i felt it's it's honestly it's i mean there's uh, this is gonna sound like an episode of beyond the metagame at this point like (laughs) there's uh well i mean it's how you it's how you conquer you it's how you take on any goal in life you don't you don't say I want to get from point A to point B and I'm just going to start running. You know, it's like, well, if your point B is is, you know, Africa and you're sitting in Florida, <laughs> you, yeah. you you know, you're going to need a, a a plane, you may need a boat, you may, you know, like what like and and so you start I mean, it's you just start breaking out and that's really you break down each little goal that needs to be completed for you to 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 keep making progress and that's what i'm doing right now i'm i i feel like i've i've matured in the game to where like i'm starting to really break smash down to where it's like like when you start the game you learn your basic moves. You then start to learn some combos. You then are going to start learning what combos work at what percents and what moves work at what percents. Then you're going to start learning your your movement and how to how to avoid uh, just just getting punched and 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 how to find those those safe approaches and 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 you're going to learn your matchups right and then and then you're going to learn your you, once you have your combos down so much the moment you can you can start the offensive. Now that's when you start dealing, dealing some serious damage. And then it's just, it's, but I mean, even that right there, I just said a lot of things that are going to take, especially somebody starting out. It takes a lot of time. Why did I never want to play smash competitively? I knew how, how deep it was. I knew that I was like, I like, I would see high level play and I'd be like, I can't, I, that would be my, my, my mindset. I can't. Well, of course, if you're going to say you can't, you're already done for, right? Like yeah. I've had people comment on my TikToks, like, oh, I, I wish I could play like that. And I'm like, dude, if you saw me a, two years ago, like yeah. I was you, like I was you, there yeah. was like, it, it's just, it's just the time and the effort that you want to put into it. You, you can do it. And you know, and I, I love seeing that in, in people that are, that are in my community right now that are, that are like determined and not giving mm-hmm. up and sticking with it. And, and that's what, that's what smash is about. Like that's, that's, what's one of the greatest things about it. Absolutely, man. There was a Bill Gates quote I heard the other day where people overestimate what they can do in one year, but they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Mm. And 
you know, maybe we you could change those numbers around. But the point is, is that if you make incremental or uh, incremental progress every day, um, your game in anything, but let's just say in Smash, your Smash game will be crazy two years from now, just like with you, Josh. It's a long road. I won't lie to you and say like in a week you're going to be a different player. There will be moments where you'll have incredible breakthroughs along the way, but dramatic change happens over dramatic periods of time, unfortunately. Um, and to offer some specific advice on, on how to speed up that process, um, I'll, I'll offer this to you, Josh, to myself as well, but also to the listeners. Um, when it comes to, you know, let's say you come back from a hiatus like Josh and and, and you're starting to get into that mode of, of analysis again and you're overthinking things and maybe you're, you're, you're worried that you're not just enjoying the game and having fun and trusting your reads and doing those sort of things. It's to take one aspect of the game and just focus on it, okay? Uh, for, for, play for a day with only one objective in mind. So you can take, you know, one one uh, step closer to Africa or one swimming stroke closer to Africa from Florida, like Josh said. Mm-hmm. So like Josh, you were saying with your approaches, Leo Veritas was saying, yo, uh, Josh, you're doing great, but maybe you need to cross up people's shields more. Maybe you need to approach more safely um, because – you know, that's use, use a fireballs. great way to go about things. He's like, use use more fireballs. You know, so you, yeah, he is a he is a tuning player, so I'm sure yeah. he likes his projectiles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and I think that's complete. That's the way to go about it. Like, don't don't get paralyzed or paralyzed by analysis. Take one thing at a time and take a deep dive into it. Maybe today you're going to focus on your movement. How can it be more ambiguous and tricky with the way my Mario moves around the stage? Maybe the next day you think about disadvantage state. Every time my opponent hits me once in neutral and I'm above them or off the edge, like they're just destroying me. Either I'm getting juggled by this cloud or I'm getting edge guarded by this Pikachu and I hate my life. Think about ways that you can improve in those situations of disadvantage and sort of consolidate the gameplay. You know, only focus on one aspect at a time and just focus on the fun. I think long term, that's like the best way to go about um, improvement, especially when you're coming back from a break and you want to just keep things simple. Don't overwhelm yourself too quickly. Well, and it's... I had a match against Steve. And his, his edge guarding was, like, unreal. Un- yeah. Unreal, right? <laughs> and so all I've wanted to do is play that Steve again so that I could... I could come up with ways to counter it because I see the the chatter online is nerf him, nerf him, nerf him. He needs nerfed. He's, he's OP. And I'm like, no. I want to figure out a way around this because in my mind, most character, like a lot of times people will go low to get back up to stage because it's the safest approach. And Steve takes all of those away. So in those with that matchup, I'm going to be burning that second jump much higher and trying to make my way towards the center stage as much as I can versus like going low and hitting, hitting my up B because he's sitting there with his flint and steel, like ready to cook me up like a Thanksgiving Turkey, you know? So like, uh, there's just, I don't know. They're like, I don't want him to be nerfed. I want to figure the character out. I want to, I want to yeah. beat him at his own game. And so I don't know. That's and, and maybe we will get to the, and then maybe we will get to the point that's like, yeah, he's, he's got too many tools, right? Maybe something has to, something has to go, but I'm thinking, can I, can I cape the Flint and steel? Does that fire go back and hit him? You know, 
Does it actually? No, I don't know. It's a projectile. (laughs) It falls. Yeah. So I I bet it does. If it doesn't go up, I bet it becomes yours at the very least. I bet like if he steps into it, it'll burn him. Yeah. But you should test that. I'm curious. I don't know. I want to. I want to find out. So, but, uh, so yeah, that's that's like I I like to look at it as how can I solve this problem versus oh just nerf the character. You know, I'm like no, this is now my this is my problem. I can either choose to play the character and and take advantage of what he can do or i can figure out how to solve my problem which is getting back to stage with with steve on the ledge yeah i think that's a great way i think it's a, a emblematic of, of you having a really good mindset josh in general towards improvement and towards progress but like even looking at it and a character specific thing like hey i need to figure out how to beat this character with my mario i think that's a great way to to approach improvement too, because mm-hmm. um, you know you can't improve in everything at once. You can't mm-hmm. improve at every matchup at the same time. But taking a step in a direction um, will will for sure yield some improvement, right? So I think that's an awesome way to go about it. And I, I, I share that sentiment with you of of stubbornly wanting just to beat the character. Like in in, in Smash Four, Bayonetta was notoriously overpowered. Right, and I I devoted a lot of my time and energy to getting good at the matchup, to where I had a winning matchup over the character throughout the you know life uh, you know lifespan of the game, even though she was broken, because um you know it, it, it's fun. I think that's an opportunity for challenge. So I'm I'm with you there, Josh. In terms of Steve, I hope I hope that we have time to figure him out before uh, before he gets nerfed if he deserves a nerf. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I hope Bayonetta gets a buff. Honestly, I want to see Bayonetta. Get a buff. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, Josh. Okay, I might have to send if if that does come true. I have to send a couple of anime profile picture men after you in the middle of the night. You're gonna wake up like Sasuke, Goku. Who are you, people? Leave me alone. Why are there cartoons uh, in my house? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, yeah, I want to thank you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. To, to come hang out guys crawler will be back don't worry like he we, we will he will he will be back so uh but stay tuned for league smash league i think i think i'm gonna need help so if you're listening to this and you want to get involved in high level smash intermediate smash and beginner smash i think i think we're starting a league i think that's what we're gonna do yes i i i josh i'm so excited to see how this plays out i hope it does happen um, you know, if if I have any time to try to be part of it, I would like to. Um, to to be determined depends on how this all shapes up. But I think that it's a very promising idea. I think it'd be really fun to to participate in. So, listeners, help help us get this off the ground, baby. Help Josh, uh, get this off the ground because that could be really fun. I think really valuable for everybody. Yeah, and just to see so many people improve. So, Peon, where can uh, people find you? So you guys can find me at a crawler's in crawler's basement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> at, so as Josh mentioned, I have my own Smash podcast. It's called Beyond the Metagame. Um, you can check that on every Smash, uh, sorry, every podcast app or on YouTube as well. We, we just started recording. Uh, AV finally got a haircut. He looks presentable. So we decided to turn the webcams on and put that thing on YouTube. Um, you can also find me at peon underscore btm. That's Bravo Tango Mike for all you military folk. Peon underscore btm on Twitter. 
and that is all, my friend. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for having me. I always love catching up and talking to you about Smash, so it was a real treat, man. Yeah, it was a great time. Great time. Guys, you can find me everywhere at N64Josh. Again, the Discord, if you want to get involved in this Smash League, n64josh.com slash smash. If you listen to podcasts, make sure you're listening to Beyond the Metagame. Go and check it out. Go and check it out. So glad they're back. They're back at it again. Season 6. It's crazy. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. I'm glad you guys are doing it. So, uh... Stay tuned. We are going to have our tournament, n64josh.com slash smash. That is where you go to sign up. I will have the signups available by the time this episode goes out, so you'll be able to sign up for November's tournament. But this may be the last one we do this way, so make sure uh, make sure to get involved and share this with your friends. We need more people in the Smash community, so uh, share this with them. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much, and bye now.